He's kind of a cedar. Yep, I'm recording my podcast. He's a cedar. <laughs> You're listening to Table for Two Podcast with Bailey and The lady's Sarah. like, ma'am, you need to sit down. Grab a glass and take a seat. Can, Can I just get another sugar room? I know. I I don't even... I feel like I literally live in an alternate universe. Not like... Not to do like a spoiler alert or anything, but I thought that we might be done after last season. Like I oh, really 100%. thought that like we might not continue with the yeah. podcast and it is really hard being like in different states and coordinating our schedules and stuff. Like I would never have thought that we would be living in the same state, living together and doing a season three of the podcast. Literally not in my wildest dreams would I have ever thought that. I can, I don't, I don't even know how we got here. Yeah. It's literally, like, so crazy, so I feel like, um, well, you know, obviously, spoiler, we already lived together, if you haven't seen that, but we need to give the whole backstory, because it's been a while. It was so crazy, so when I had come out to visit you, like, a few weeks before, and I feel like I've explained this to you, but I just had this, like, weird feeling that, you know, my lease was ending at my old apartment, Um, I wasn't really super happy at my job, and I kind of just had a feeling of, like, I really want change. And then I don't know why, but I got super fixated that I was like, I kind of want to move to Vegas. And I, I have never, like you have tried to get me to move out here, I feel like a few times, like hinted mm-hmm. at it. You were like, it's so e- like easy, you could move, it's not that big of a deal. But I feel like it just was never really my priority. Like I just didn't really see myself here. And I, like I got really fixated on it. And at the time you and I had talked and you kind of had exaggerated your lease. And you had like, in my eyes, I thought you had already signed. So I was like, there's not really any way I could even live with Bailey. Like it would have to be like on my own. So I was like interested enough that I was even thinking about doing that, which is pretty, like a pretty big step. I was just so shocked because Sarah had came out here to like visit me and I feel like I was going through a tough time and that was why she was out here. Like you weren't oh, even no, out 100%. here yeah, that was to like consider moving here no. or anything. Like I, when you, when you were out here, even like the first couple days, like I didn't even think anything of it. And then you had started telling me like, I'm not super happy where I'm at. Like, I don't know, a change is coming. And I'm not kidding you. I've tried to have Sarah move here so many <laughs> times. And we like the crazy coincidence with this all is that we've tried to yeah. like figure out, oh, maybe I could move here. Or you could yeah. move here. Or maybe we could move to this new spot together or like, and the timing just never lined up. Like what you were, yeah. where you were at in life wasn't matching up with where I was and vice versa. And I just feel like when you came out here, the timing was perfect. It couldn't have been more perfect. No, I know. Like, I feel like that's always kind of been a dream for us. Like it was always in our plan. Like we were like, oh, eventually we definitely want to live together. It's always been something we both wanted, but literally, and I think you can agree at that point, I did not think it was ever going to happen. Like I was like, at this point, at the age we're at and the Mm -hmm. lifestyle we're at and like, just we're like, you know, I just did not see it ever happening. It was not on my radar, but, and I remember even sitting in the car with you and it was like the first night I got in and I was like, I don't want you to take this and like run with it. Cause I honestly don't think it means anything, but this is how I'm feeling. And then like, you kind of like fed off that and you were like, I haven't signed a lease. Like it's two months away. We could totally do this. And, um, like, I don't know like how much we should like go into detail too. But so we basically, you reached out to, um, the person who you had been doing tours with and who had like taking your deposit and everything. And she had an opening that weekend. And so we ended up going to see, it was literally a day in advance. I had called her 
like hours before her office had closed that Friday night and I was like you know my best friend's out here she's only out here for a few days um, is there any chance we could look at two bedrooms? I had already looked at the one bedrooms, pretty much signed the lease. I already did the application, paid for the application fee, already paid for the deposit. And so I was like, okay, there's no way. And we were sitting there talking about it. We were like, honestly, if we look at it and if we hate it and it's like, it doesn't work for us, it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. And if they have no availability, it's not meant to be. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to tell it or I want to tell it, but I just feel like as crazy as it is and whatever it sounds like I just feel like it was so meant to be and it was like like it was God's timing because every single thing from that on was planned 100% perfect we looked at the apartment we found one that we absolutely loved that one just happened to be available it also happened to be available the day before Sarah's lease in San Francisco was up like you can't plan that any more perfect like the timing just lined up so perfectly and it just like everything flowed and that's what we said we were like if it flows and if it works then it's meant to be and if not like we shouldn't force it you continue to do what you're doing and I was already gonna move in there anyways so yeah it was definitely crazy like even leaving the leasing office or you know leaving the tour I remember it was still very like 50 50 like maybe even less Mm -hmm. and we were kind of talking about it and I was like honestly it just depends if I get a job and then literally we were in the car for like 15 minutes and she called you and she was like um I have someone else looking at the exact unit or not looking but like shopping the exact unit you want she said I need to know do you want me to switch over your deposit and like you looked at me and I was like and at that moment like what can you do like I feel like you either have to go for it or you don't. And I feel like from that moment on, we switched it, obviously. And because at was, that moment, if we switched it, I would have... You would lose um, your I would lose bedroom. my one bedroom. So I was yeah. like, ah, oh, this is such a gamble. Like, do we do it? Do we not? Yeah. And I didn't want to put a ton of pressure on you because it was literally decided in like... A day. Six hours. hours. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally from the time that we contacted her to the time that we like went there the next morning and looked at the apartment and everything, like... It just, it all happened really, really fast. I wanted to make sure that we were sure about it, but yeah, it just, it worked out perfectly. Like it couldn't have happened any better. Mm -hmm. And I I can't even imagine now looking back to imagine that it didn't happen. Like to imagine if we would have, like you would have ended up getting your one bedroom or, you know, and I would have stayed there. Like I I don't even imagine what our lives would look like. Like I feel like this is so meant to be. No, I think it is so crazy because... I feel like where I was at four or five months ago mm-hmm. as a person, like who I was, not as completely different. Like I don't think I'm a different person, but I think I'm in a totally different place. Yeah. I was in a serious relationship and I was like, oh, am I going to move in with this person? Am I going to get my own place? Like what am I going to do? I felt super unsettled. Like where yeah. am I at in life? Like what, what what do I do? What decision do I make? You know? And honestly, God made the decision for me. He was like, okay, if you're not going to make the decision, I'll make it for you. Mm -hmm. The relationship ended. Your everything with you worked out perfectly to align perfectly with me. And honestly, now I cannot be happier. Like Mm -hmm. I could not imagine being in the same spot that I was five months ago, still in question, still wondering like, what am I going to do with my life? What, you know, what, what is the move? Like what is next for me? I could not imagine like not having this experience in my life. And I feel like that is like, I don't know. I just feel like everyone should really 
learn from my experience I kind of just like let go and was Mm -hmm. like whatever is meant to be is meant to be and that was clearly meant to be and I thought that at the time like oh my gosh I'm devastated like what a loss but I I couldn't imagine having something this great and it was better than I could have even imagined and I think that like the timing was perfect it was just I don't know I'm just happier than I've ever been yeah like it's so so good even with like where I'm at with work and you know, working two jobs and I work a ton and, you know, trying to juggle it all, but I love it. Like I genuinely love my job. And then my other job, you know, I feel good about my finances and cause this place is expensive. Yeah. percent. So I feel like it's, it's, you know, it just everything, everything that I was worried about was already worked out for me. Yeah. And I think you kind of went through that same thing with even finding a job out here. Yeah. Like I, I think that like change, like for both of us happened, like very on a grand scale. Like even though I had moved before, it's so different when you're moving with your family and you don't have to worry about, you know, coordinating the movers or how you're gonna move everything, if you're gonna sell things, you know, signing the lease, like just doing all those things. Like, um, you know, I'm still pretty new at that kind of stuff too. And I had never moved and also finding a new job and like kind of worrying about every little thing. I feel like, and you know, you were going through a breakup, you know, and then you decided, you know, from going from a one bedroom, you're not going to have a roommate and like things were changing for you so much too. So I just feel like, like sometimes change can be so hard, but I feel like change will also always change you. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like both of us, like, I mean, I guess like I can speak for myself and what you just said, but both of us have like already changed so much. And I, I see myself like only growing more you know what I mean we were just talking about that the other day how we have both had so much growth from this like it was a big change and it was a risk and we kind of like weren't weren't sure but it just lined up so perfectly we were like yeah this is the right thing and like Sarah you had said you know you didn't hate your job but you weren't like this is where I want to be and you didn't dislike the area you were in but you didn't love it either and if if this wouldn't have happened, you probably would have been in the same boat, like at the same job and living in the same, which nothing wrong with that, but like, look what you gained from that. And same thing for me. I probably would have been, you know, in the same position, like, Oh, you know, am I just going to stay with this person? And maybe they'll, you know, maybe we'll move in together in another year. Maybe not. I would have been in the same position and we've both grown so much. And I feel like it really has done so well for both of our lives. Oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like it's like, um, in the moment too, it's so easy to get wrapped up in. I feel like this is one thing that always kind of stopped me from moving. And like, I think this also is really pertains to you and how you were feeling when you were in your relationship Mm -hmm. is that like, you want to plan everything. Like you're thinking ahead. Like, so if I move out and then in a year, you know, what am I going to be doing in a year? Am I moving in with this person? Like what's happening? And for me, I feel like that always stopped me from moving in with you or even moving out here because I was like, I don't really know if I see myself out here long term Mm -hmm. and all of these things. And I feel like I would just like encourage because I feel like this worked out so well for both of us. But if you feel like you want to do something, you should just do it. Like regardless of your age, regardless of where you think you should be at or you are at, like you should just do it because honestly things genuinely normally like will always work out way better than you think they are. And even if they don't, so what you tried it and then you don't have to sit and wonder for another two or three years in the same spot. 100%. Like it, it just worked out so good. And I, I, I think that one thing that I've really learned in the past four or five months is that everything that is meant to be 
will be. Like you truly cannot mess up your journey for yourself. I really feel like you could, you could take a left turn, a right turn, you could go straight and you, what's meant to be for you and what's meant to happen to you is going to happen regardless. Yeah. And I think that's true for us. And I'm not saying go get, you know, addicted to heroin and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, like it's meant to be, but whatever journey you take and whatever decision you decide to do, like you can't mess up what's meant for you. So if, just like you said, if you're thinking of like, oh, should I do this? Or should I make this move? Or I'm feeling unsettled. I'm feeling this way. Just do it. Yeah. Try it. And whatever is, is, um, meant for you will be. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree. The time wasn't moving and I was like, oh my God, I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. Also, this is not a self-help life I know, coach literally. podcast. <laughs> this is just us ranting. We've been, we've been gone for too long. So we had a lot to share. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, should we go into too, like, I mean, I think we're going to add a little bit of this at the end, mm -hmm. but even the, the ride here was pretty crazy. You offered to come out, you and your mom offered to come out and help me, which thank the Lord that you did. Because in my mind, I was like, I can do it all myself. I, I don't know how I would have, Yeah. but, um, I didn't really think much of it. And I was like, you know, I, I think I was looking at the comparisons for a rental vehicle because I didn't have that much stuff. So I was like, honestly, I think I could fit this in like. A, a mid-size or like a, okay, a bigger let car. me tell you what this bitch's plan was she was like okay i'm gonna move to vegas mind you we had like not even two months from the date this happened till the date that we moved in yeah and she was like okay i need to find a job and i think what i'm gonna do this was legitimately i, I feel like best. i did change my story a few times so i was like i honestly don't know what to do she thought the best route for her <laughs> was to pack up everything she could fit in her car, drive it to Vegas alone, then the next day take a one-way flight back to California, pack up an SUV, a rental car, pack up that car with the rest of the shit that she had <laughs> and drive it back for a second time. It's a seven and a half hour drive. She was going to do that and fly from Vegas to California. She, this was going to be a two day thing. Yeah. I think the numbers two plus two is not, uh, you know, <laughs> equaling four in this situation with, um, in my time. mind, I was like, I, I don't have, like, I only had my bedroom stuff. So I was like, I feel like that's not that big of a deal. It's not that hard. But definitely looking back, like even at how long it took us to pack everything, um, I would never suggest that again, ever. We made a friend along the way. Her name is Susie. <laughs> She's our, our BFF. We so miss her. Sarah told me, so what we decided. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay, I, I didn't tell you anything. <laughs> what we decided on at the end of the day was that it was Memorial Day weekend that we were moving. So mm -hmm. my mom had time off. I had that weekend off. I was like, this is honestly the best time to move. Like best case, we all have time off. So my mom and I flew out to California. Sarah was going to pack up her car. Sarah said, I'm getting a rental car mm -hmm. and we're going to pack that up. And then I'll drive back in the car with my mom. Sarah will drive her car. We'll all drive back together and it will be one trip and done. So I'm thinking in my head, mind you, I'm a, I'm a little high maintenance, traumatic. So I was thinking this rental car is going to be like a Denali or <laughs> an Escalade or, you know, a big SUV. <laughs> definitely not let me tell you we pull up to the hertz dealership mind you she doesn't give me any forewarning beforehand i am thinking we're going to the bmw dealership and we're getting the biggest suv they have 
And there are these like party <laughs> buses in the, in the parking lot. And party buses, and then what looks like pedophile vans, and like convict bands. And I was like, this is a joke, right? And she's like, <laughs> like no, we're yeah. in the wrong lot, right? Yeah, like, I'm like, this is, this is not adding up. And she's like, no, like, we got a rental SUV. And I was like, this is not a rental SUV. This is literally like a truck. It's like, I, I don't want to say like an ice cream truck, but it's definitely like like an <laughs> ice cream truck. It was horrible. And yeah. mind you, there was horrible ones in the parking lot. When we got the keys, we got the worst one. <laughs> out of all of the options. You're like, at least it's at this one. It's literally that one. It, yeah, I was like, I just pray. I was literally like, as long as we don't get this one, it's fine. We got that one. So I had to boost my mom up into the seat when we got the keys because it was so tall. And literally we get in and it smells like something died in there and cigarettes. It was so nasty. And the back had those one of those cages up to keep out prisoners from killing the driver. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's the main thing. It could that be. is why they have it. Literally. Yeah. Have be. you seen Michael Myers Halloween? <laughs> that is the van that they had. It literally was like a white van, no no yeah, windows. No windows. I mean, scary. Yeah. Like I would be scared to pull up next to that. We would thing. definitely play frightening people just driving by. <laughs> <laughs> people are hiding their kids as we're going by. Like, no, we, we, we're okay. <laughs> we're and okay, that's not even the worst of it yet. We get in this car and then we decide to go to breakfast. I am not kidding you. I was scared a tire was going to roll <laughs> off at any moment because of the noises that Susie made. And so whatever, we go to breakfast, we get back, we're loading up everything from Sarah's apartment into Susie. We're packing her full. We, we do it for a couple of hours and then we're like, you know what? Let's take a break. Let's go see the city. Let's, you know, get lunch or dinner, drive around. Well, Sarah's like, people can see in some of the windows because yeah. there was no windows on like one of the sides. Like it was just all white, yeah. but then the other side had a large window and there was a large window in the back. Sarah didn't want somebody to break in and see all of her stuff. So she then thinks that it is a good idea. Hey, no, no, it was a good idea. To take tissue paper and tape it up against the windows <laughs> as if people didn't already think we were the studio killers of San Francisco. By the time we were done with it, it, it looked frightening. <laughs> if that was, if I went into a parking lot and saw that car, I wouldn't even park in the parking lot, honestly. Like, it's too big of a risk to even be Literally within. looking at it, there was tape on the windows. You could see the cage through the front. One tire had half the air in it. The tires were black. It was terrifying. Yeah. It definitely looked like we were like hiding bodies. <laughs> I was literally like, there's no way we're, there's no way she's making it to Vegas. And she did. And she did. Yeah. But it was, it was honestly, I feel like it, everything did go pretty smooth. Mm -hmm. Um, and now that we're here, I feel like, like we both said, like, I feel like this is just meant to be and so many things are good, 
But there is there is one thing that's so not. So you thought that Susie was the worst, and while she was bad, <laughs> she really pulled but, through. But yeah, but we did love Susie. Oh, we like loved at the end her. of the day. We, she she <laughs> supported us and kept us safe, <laughs> and as we needed her. <laughs> she came in clutch. Susie, she's great. We dropped her off. She served her purpose. Mm-hmm. So then, let's rewind back to May tenth. So. Before we moved in, the one, when Sarah came out to visit me, we had looked at the model unit. So this was a separate apartment complex, same owner, but separate because the apartments that we were going to move in hadn't been finished yet. Mm-hmm. So we looked at what the model was going to be. And this model was amazing. They had Pilates machines. They had, you know, top of the line everything. Mm-hmm. Like so much storage, a great balcony, everything, everything that we loved. And so I said, I would like to just look at the unit that we're actually living in before we move in. Like I thought that was kind of odd that she didn't offer it to begin with. And I was like, before we move in in a couple of weeks, like I wanna look it over and make sure it's everything that we're paying for. Because the one that we're buying is even more than the model that we looked at. So I had tried to reach out to her and it was a couple, it took her a couple weeks and then she finally got back to me and my mom and I, we did a walkthrough and immediately when we walked in, we noticed a huge inconvenience and that was that, <laughs> I don't know I'd consider it that, but okay. Our air conditioner sounds like someone is doing construction Yeah, in our apartment. Like a lawnmower, I'd say it's equivalent. <laughs> a lawnmower, someone's blowing the, blowing their hair dry right next to you. A very, very loud noise. And I had said at that time, mind you, this was like weeks before I moved in, I was like, that noise is terrible, like that needs to be fixed, something's broken. She's like, absolutely, I'll the maintenance guy look at it, it'll be fixed before you move in. Great. Move-in day comes. Susie's whipping in. Whipping in the parking lot. We're so excited. We can't wait. We turn down the hallway to our apartment and we hear a loud noise. And I had told Sarah about this, but she probably like, I mean, I would think the same thing because it's myself telling a story, but she was probably thinking I was slightly dramatic. Right. I told her how bad it was. We walk in and she's like immediately no. Like this Mm -hmm. is the worst thing she's ever heard. And I'm not exaggerating. We can't even have a conversation and hear each other when the air is on. We couldn't sleep. So this had went on for weeks. And mm-hmm. we're like, this this can't be normal. Like, we have to say something. Said something again. It's just been like this back and forth, back and forth thing. They said, oh, that's that's how they make the modern ones. And that's, that, that's eco-friendly. And it's because it's um, blowing out air for a bigger area. And I'm like, none of that makes sense. Mm-hmm. A modern one would be quieter. A bigger area, I mean, it's nice, but it's a two-bedroom apartment, not a mansion. So I'm confused, Yeah. like, what we're dealing with here. And we're actually going to turn it on for you guys so you can hear that we are not dramatic. We haven't gotten a full night's sleep since we moved in. There's no such thing as relaxing (laughs) before bed in this household because it really does feel like you're in a construction zone. I'm not getting out of the live on Facebook. The two girls that rioted over their air conditioner. Honestly. And it's so bad that like everyone that works here knows who we are. So if you see us on channel 13, you'll know why. why. 
So, I mean, I think for this episode, we really just wanted to get you guys up to speed on what's the 411 in our lives. But now that we're together, there's absolutely no reason that we will not have some jam-packed good content. We already have a good one planned for oh, next yeah. next week's episode. And you guys, I mean, this is this is gonna be good. Jesus, take the wheel. Let me say that. I will say that, and I will say it again. We will see you guys on the next episode, and definitely stay tuned. Stay tuned. Table for two for life. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page. (laughs) So tell us your experience. (laughs) We're beginning right now. What is this? You got to talk into the mic. Okay. Um, Tell us your opinion on Susie. Tell us your whole... Well, to be quite honest with you, when we pulled up and I (laughs) saw the vehicles, I was quite concerned as to which one we were going (laughs) to be the lucky recipient of. And then once Sarah got the keys and we walked out to the parking lot, then I knew we were in trouble. (laughs) I could not believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when you said, this is, this is her. (laughs) I really had to like take a minute because any, I mean, I'm not a great driver, number one. And so. I didn't, didn't know that about you. (laughs) No. Oh, she's terrible. I'm a horrible driver. She's amazing. I'm a horrible driver. But I was like, okay, I can do this to myself, obviously, because I didn't want you guys to be nervous. But I was thinking, this is going to be a goddamn miracle if we make it to Vegas <laughs> live with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But we made it. It was, yeah, it's crazy. Well, what was your first thought of her? I mean, you left the whole entire part out. What was my first thought? I thought somebody, a prison, <laughs> retired. And they brought it, <laughs> that there was a prison that closed down and they returned their van. <laughs> There was literally a cage in the back it that was, rattled the whole seven-hour drive. Yeah, and mind you, I'm five foot one, and get in this truck. There's no way to lift the seat up, no way to move the seat back, and then I go to look over my shoulder, like to pretend how I'm gonna switch lanes. Mm-hmm. No windows, <laughs> not a goddamn window in sight. Yeah, so. I, I was nervous, really, but good thing that we had like a day for me to like take it in and drive mentally around, prepare, drive her around town before I hit the <laughs> do, road. Do a little joyride, yeah. <laughs> and then talk about the music selection. So along the way, I mean, we were still in California, but I feel like we were going like around a mountain. It was like. There were some things on the side of the road where they're like, vegetables, fruit. Oh, no. yeah, because Susie did not get Bluetooth or no. Right, had no kind, aux. No, no yeah. aux cord. No, so we, no. So we were full. Dude, we're lucky we had a radio. Yeah, we were on point. the radio. And yeah. there was no good songs on the radio. No. Like, and no we, top 40. And you and I were in Susie, and mm-hmm. we were following Sarah. Yeah. And I was, like, white-knuckling 
the whole entire time. <laughs> we were literally going around the mountain. Yeah, it was like curves and curves and curves. With Just Susie exactly. rattling in the back. And, and, and every the time, mirror shifting. And every time we hit a bump, it's like, <laughs> and I like, I'm like, okay, we have all four tires. Okay, we can continue. And, you know, I mean, I was just a ball of stress trying to make sure that Sarah was okay in front of us and that Susie was going to hold it together till we at least made it to Nevada. And Princess over in my passenger side here, she's got her feet up on the dashboard. <laughs> Enjoying the ride. Like, had, listening to her music. Were you listening to your music through your... No. I was putting the radio on. Okay, putting the radio on. And I just couldn't hear because the Susie made so much noise, so I had it yeah. kind of blast. There was there was a lot of uh, a lot of back noise in the no, it's not a back seat, the back area. <laughs> there was a lot of noise back there rattling from all the stuff going side to side. But so I'm white knuckling it, like I said. We're going turning left, right around this mountain. I'm breaking out into a sweat because I'm like, sweet baby Jesus, please just don't let me go off this cliff. Mm-hmm. And Bailey has got the this music turned up as loud as it can goddamn go. And this music, I can't even understand what this guy's saying, but he's like, get your dick off the street, man. Get your mother. Take her over. Yeah, girl. Get it, get it, girl. And I mean, that went on for about four minutes. And then all of a sudden, I said, Bailey, for the love of God, turn that goddamn music off. And I was just going to lose it. We, I almost had to pull off the side of the road and just take a minute. Go time. Go. Well, we're going to talk to you about the AC. Yeah. That's, <laughs> this is going to be a serious that conversation. definitely an issue. So, I went down one day. And I said, you know, we really appreciate everything you've done for us concerning this air conditioner. Yeah. But it's it's still unacceptable and it's not working and you're not getting the job done. So this is what we're gonna do, honey. You said this? <laughs> yeah. Word for word. Word okay. for word, yeah. I will give you thirty days to rectify this solution. And if it hasn't been done within 30 days, I'm personally going to call channel 13 <laughs> and I'm going to get, what's her name? Darcy Spears? <laughs> Darcy Sparks? Darcy, what's her last name? Anyway, she's the one that does all the like in dining and cockroach stuff. Yeah, but this the air conditioner. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a segment that she does where mm. if you're having a problem with renters or something yeah, like yeah. that and you know you You're gonna call her personally? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. July fifteenth is dead, my girl. <laughs> I got it on my calendar. Mm-hmm. And I will do it. Thanks for listening and don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Table for Two Pod. Bye.